0: And just like that, Swagner and I are back in the booth for another invigorating episode of Pipe It Up. We are here down in the Schultz's basement once again. We're tired after a long weekend. We're out here grinding day in and day out, but we're here for you guys with another podcast. This is Pipe It Up. Cue the intro. Jack, I got a question for you. Hit me. Do you ever... Find yourself in situations where, like, you end up like awkwardly close to someone walking behind them, but they're walking slower than you, and like you're yes. hesitant to pass them. Yes. Does that happen to you often? Because it happens to me all the time, and I never know what the right call is. Uh, that happens to me all the time. I'm
1: I've been told that I'm actually a really fast walker. I so am this too, and my to mom is. I'm used to keeping exactly. up with my mom. Same. She got the wow. long legs. they are so similar.
0: Well, the reason I bring this up is because on my way here, I like. I like, already have my backpack with my things in it and I'm coming down my driveway and then these two women on the <laughs> older side with their dogs like walk past my driveway like right as I'm getting to the end of it. So then I either have to awkwardly like briskly walk past them and not say anything or say hi and just like be right next to them the whole time or you can just for, for sit behind them creepily then you're also like walking behind someone weirdly so it's just a lose-lose situation i feel like i hate i hate being in that spot
1: yeah that's tough i like in that situation since you only had probably 30 yards to go mm-hmm. i might have just you know been patient stayed that's, behind. that's the call i made if i'm like in a in a crowded area, like a city or something. Well, that's like, different. I'm not even, yeah, you're not di- even you're thinking just, twice. You're breezing past oh, them. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right It's
0: more of the one-on-one, like, empty street type yes, thing where I think it's, like, awkward. awkward. Yeah, I, I never know what to do. Cause I, well, like I said, it's a lose-lose. If I walk past them, it's, like, a little bit of awkwardness, and that's kind of over with because you're past them at that point. But if you're behind them, it's almost just as weird. I, I think if like.
1: you're walking at a fast enough clip, like, if, you, if you're if you walking and you actually slowed down because of them, it's annoying. You should just pass It's annoying, them, Because you're going to end up, like creating a bigger gap once you pass them so yeah, then it won't be awkward that's so you should just that's, keep at the pace yeah,
0: then you have to slow down even more to get a decent gap right behind you in, like in front of you in front of them i don't know i wanted to ask you that when i was walking over here i was like this is a good little cold open here. yeah that I, happens to me all the time I, i've never like talked to anyone about that but it happens to me all the time like at school if i had like an early morning class and i was walking like yep. to a bus stop or something then someone's like, right in front of me and i never would know like what's the right call there yeah i pass but, them every time on campus for sure but all right Enough shenanigans. Jack and I decided to say we wanted to dive right into some wiffle talk. Um, so that's what we're going to do here. We just uploaded the, or I should say, Kyle uploaded the All-Star game. One of the more exciting games every year, I'd say. This year, um, no different. What did you think, Jack? You were there, too. In yes. Even though you didn't it was play, awesome. unfortunately. And, Maybe yeah, next year.
1: I, I did do the coin toss, mm-hmm. which was an honor. Yeah. Um, I- that was great. Um, shout out to whoever that MLW fan page is that posted that clip of me saying play ball. That, <laughs> that was, was pretty funny. All my friends started reposting. <laughs> that it. That was on one Instagram. take too,
0: guys. Jack, yeah. One take that. That was one I take. I was not. I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised, but when <laughs> Jack brought that energy on the first take, it was just like, wow, okay, let's yeah. play ball.
1: That, well, I mean, that game, I mean, it's a testament to the pitching. Obviously, yeah, it, really it was is. really close. Mm-hmm. Um, not a ton of hits. Um, really, that run just came in because c- Drew walked a few people. But mm-hmm. I thought Dan versus uh, – or Dan in that last inning, kind of just you know, put it on ice, put it to rest. And Dan, Dan, and in has, Dan fashion. I, that was a, was a signature Dan. Cool, that was, was a signature
0: Dan moment. It reminded me, which you probably aren't familiar with this. Actually, maybe you are because I think you were out there. Do you remember the very first like tournament offsite we ever did was in Sandusky, Ohio? Yeah, you were there for that. one? Right? I was there yeah. for that one. Um, that was cool. You got to go out there. That was um, so fun. The championship game there was like me, Noah, and Daniel versus Kyle and like you guys, right? Yeah, the, yeah. We got. And second. I remember
1: like it was me, Russell. It was basically
0: the, Preds the old Kyle. PREDs, yeah. and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that tournament, there was a moment like that where it was like dead sound at the field. I think there was one out, same thing. And Kyle was up, and it's like, oh, like they had, I think you guys had guys on base too. And it's like, oh, does Dan have, does Dan have the stones here to get this done? And I think both times he struck him out, and it's electric, and it's it's probably a good. It's a good little brother rivalry. It, it is. It'll never get old, I don't think.
1: We should mention, too, that um, that was the first time, right, the
0: NL won. Yeah, ever. Won, Cause which is pretty incredible. It is. It's, it's incredible, especially because I feel like we've had a pretty talented National League. Yeah. Like last year, I was. Last year, especially, because we lost in 17 in a close game, we lost in 18 and 19. I don't remember what the scores of those games were. But we blew you guys but. out. Well, yeah, Last. so yeah, 2020, Yeah, I come in, and I'm like, I'm l- talking to Dan mostly, because I knew he was going to pitch, and we had Jorgensen, but I wasn't as close with the Gators, I'm still not that close with them, but I, n- I know them, I was like, Dan, we got to lock in, man, this is getting embarrassing, we're losing every year, and we're talking all this hype, and I'm like, not like talking smack or anything, but like internally, I'm like, we got to focus up here, Yeah. And, like actually Let's focus, get the job done. They, yeah, get the job done, basically, and then within five minutes, we were down like six to zero, and I'm like, oh my god, like, here we <laughs> go again, it was, it was <laughs> like, exactly like that yeah so, i
1: mean maybe just uh having those you know young guys in the mm-hmm. NL be around for another year you know get mm-hmm. to know them a little better you guys had a little bit better chemistry yeah. when you guys won it was such a cool it was electric i had that video that was my videography on oh that, that was on one of them yeah, yeah there you go because i had that little cam when water struck out yeah, jack's, the base.
0: jack's been putting in some work behind the camera as as needed iphone camera ig lives um, all yes, that kind sir. of stuff. Little pregame coin flips and whatnot. Jack's getting more involved, so getting hope you guys active. enjoy that. But yeah, I think Norp had his iPhone 2 like filming.
1: Yeah, that was that, that was, was really the iPhone cool. clip from that was Norp. Smart of him to do. that.
0: Norp is like has the baseball mind, like it's something a real pro player would do, and he has like his superstitions. It's like you guys will see it more show through throughout the rest of the season too. Like a couple of days ago when they were playing against uh, who's oh the Mallards, um, that he was doing stuff, and it's like he's so like. He has that baseball mind, like a little weird, quirky, but like it's so baseball and it's so norp, and it just works. It does, yeah. But yeah, I think he really enjoyed that win. We all enjoyed the win. I know Dan Dan was super hype. I was like I said, I was just happy that we got one. For like, if there's people out there who really root for one side or the other, it sucks when your team losing every year. Right. So it was it was was hype time. And yeah, even though there wasn't any hits, like the game was still super intense, as you could see in the video. The pitching was playing in the pouring rain.
1: Yep. Um,
0: I, we we talked about that a lot for the home run derby, and it probably I don't think you could tell how bad it was during the derby because the rain had slowed down by that right. point of the day. But you could see in the all star game it was pouring nonstop. Yes. And it was reminder muddy you and guys, disgusting. this is the same it's day the same we day. did both. Yeah. yeah, both the same day. Yes. So we would have had the pocket radar gun out there. We had it in our possession that day. And we wanted to kind of test it and get a gauge for how things were looking. But because of the pouring rain, I think our system is water resistant but not waterproof. And I hadn't like consulted the Pocket Radar employee that I've been working with, so I didn't feel comfortable just like <laughs> bringing everything out there and yeah. ruining an expensive system on the first day. Exactly. So I just emailed them, and I was like, yo, I know I gave you an incentive to get this here earlier for the All-Star game, but I was like, but unfortunately it was pouring rain for five hours straight, and we couldn't use it. But you guys will see that not in the Oklahoma video, which is the next video, which we can talk about in a second. But two weeks from now, when the Cobras play the Predators, you will see... The pocket radar system, so I'm super excited for you guys to get a get a glimpse at that. It's been it's been an awesome um, addition to the league. I think. Yeah,
1: I was gonna ask, you know, now that we've used it for a little while, what your thoughts were on the pocket radar.
0: I mean, yeah, we can get into that more later too, when um, when the fans have started to see it a little bit. But yeah, it, nothing's gonna be spoiled or anything from like my perspective of being there 24 seven, like right. watching it per game, and it's it's awesome. Um, I agree. It's just it gives you. Um, you know, you're no longer relying on the eye test when right. it comes to speed limit. You actually have hard, you know, data right in front of you, live pitch after pitch. So it's also just cool, because like, it's interesting, you know. Like when you're a kid, you always want to see, oh, how hard am I throwing? Or What's, exactly that's that kind of thing. So it's that's cool too. But yeah, to wrap up my thoughts on the All Star game, Dirty Dan, signature moment. Doing it again. Um like Jack said, it was a testament to the pitching in the league. We have some great, great hitters, but it once again it shows you when you're not getting as many at bats because you're getting less plate appearances and you have more guys in your lineup. It's just it was tough to settle in. You're, you're seeing a different ace every, like you're only getting maybe two at bats against the pitcher, and then you're getting a new arm in there, and it's just yep. so difficult. I think yeah, I that's had that's something
1: I didn't even really think about, but that's so true. That's why it's really difficult yeah. to get too because you, you really just as soon as you well, get used to it, that's why last him, year that, a new the guy AL that was so good, yeah, th- not th- like just any new guy. That's why last
0: year I was like, what is happening? Because we had Jorgensen who was dominant, right, and then Daniel, who've been lights out too, and they just get lit up. Yep. I'm like, what on earth am I witnessing right now? But. Yeah, last year's pr- that was a little. Last anomaly, year's performance maybe. was like, I'm not sure if we'll ever see an 11-run deficit at all-star game ever again, but we'll see. I doubt it. Hopefully not. I think we're gonna see some more one-zero, two-zeros, two-one type yeah. games. Legacy game for Dan, though. But it was cool this year too. I don't think we had any like subs. Everyone who was there earned their spot there, um, and like usually like guys can't make it and stuff like that. But yeah. we really advertised it early on this year and told guys to like black off their calendars. So we had a great turnout for the derby. Ton of guys. And that was the most the we've All-Star. ever had by yeah, far. Yeah, by far. Right? It wasn't even close. Yeah, not yeah. even close. And then the All-Star game, too. Like I said, everyone could play. We had our full seven-man rosters. We had a lot of guys there just rooting on the boys. Agner got snubbed. Agner got snubbed. People saying I shouldn't have been there, but if you guys think I suck, to stop voting for me. That's all I got to say. The, <laughs> vote, the votes don't lie. <laughs> but You deserve it, Tom. Uh, thank you, Jack. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we can say, did Jack get snubbed? Let us know. DM us, did Jack get snubbed? It's totally, I'm sloppy. not gonna make you call out any names who you should have been there in front of, but
1: no, I mean, Jack.
0: Jack's a guy who came well, in with not a lot of baseball experience, maybe none. Did you have any? Do you have some like recreational baseball experience?
1: No, I never made it past
0: t-ball. Never played anything past t-ball. No, but he's a respectable, serviceable power hitter in this league. You can't say anything bad about him. We have I, guys who come in who are better, higher prospects, or have been here for longer that are not performing as well as Agner. And I put you. I'm not going to say you're the same at all, but, like, I think of Brennan Russell, too, as a guy. Cause you guys came in in the same year, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, same thing where he was not the greatest at first, but he's a good athlete. He can hit, he can hit, And though. he's dedicated, too. You and him yeah. are both dedicated, and you're, like, m- maybe more into it than Brennan is, but he's always showing up. He's never missing the series. He's making the he was drive playing from through his, He was playing
1: through his back injury, yeah, back too, injury last year. Yeah,
0: back scratched up. Russell and Agner are two guys that came in, and we brought in that we thought would be a lot of fun to have and play out there, which they are, but they've also, I think... Found a little, a little love for the game, and I think a lot of it too is like the thrill of competition because you don't have that anymore from high school sports. Too. Oh, totally. Yeah. You still play, right? Which is why I respect- But I just,
1: I'm a competitor in general. Yeah, I just, you just love competition. Fun. I mean, we could be playing mm-hmm. cornhole in the in the yard, either. You know, I'm gonna have the same intensity. <laughs> I know. I,
0: we were just talking about this up north. Actually, I have a good little story to share. But um, I, yeah, I feel like I'm. L- I shouldn't say that because it sounds bad as a player. But now things, I will say things get to me less. Yeah. Like I don't let things stir as much as I used to. Maybe because I haven't played as many big games lately in the past couple of years. So we've been getting out earlier but like up north like during field day like we were doing this we were doing these games with my family and my aunt my cousin um who's younger, I think she's like 10 or so was getting like frustrated and I was telling her I was like you should have seen me when I was your <laughs> age. I was like if I wasn't winning I was making everybody's day miserable cuz oh, I was yeah. so competitive. Oh yeah. But I try to keep it a little lighter nowadays. But uh, Jack, do you think next year you're going to be suiting up in the for the American League? What do you think? 2022, the year Agner's an All Star.
1: I better be, man. I mean, I it didn't help that I had to miss the first series because yeah, I wasn't in town. Didn't. So I think if I was there, uh, would the votes would have been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But, um, needless to say, you know, 2022, Swagner's going to be back with a vengeance because I want one of those. Freaking jerseys, man! Those yeah. things were sick. I want Shout out one. to
0: I think Trent who made those. I forget his last name. Those were dope. He's a he's a big wiffle ball guy in the community, and he uh, he made those shirts for. Us. So yeah, they were super cool. Um, I liked how the MLW logos in the sleeve were like custom. For they were sty, dude. So, like, they were sty from top my, to instead bottom. Instead of for my MLW logo on my sleeve, if you didn't notice, you should go back and watch the video again. Instead of it being like blue and red. With the white logo in the middle, it was like green and yellow with the yep. white logo. So every team had their own colors, which is pretty cool.
1: That's really cool, yeah.
0: But other than that, um, nothing nothing crazy happened, nothing wild happened. Just a great pitching performance all around. Drew, unfortunately, had one bad inning that cost him, and the National League celebrates their first All-Star game win in history. And Like I said, they lost in 17. We established these divisions in 2017. When the Mallards came in, we shook things up. So since 2017, this was the first time the National League have won, so that was pretty cool. What do you think, Jack? A little Q of the Day action here?
1: Yeah, let's run Q of the Day. I like it.
0: Q. 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 Q of the Day. As you guys know, to be included in an upcoming week of Q of the Day, please submit your questions to at pipe it up MLW on Instagram. And if you don't already follow us, please give us a follow for episode updates and some extra bonus clips and pictures as well. So this week's question comes from Phelps Sanders. That is his handle, just awesome like that. Awesome name, Phelps, Phelps. Sanders. And he says, would you ever expand to an out-of-state or even just expand out-of-town team? That comes from Phelps Sanders. Thank you for your question, Phelps. I will start this one off before we get into the out-of-state scenario by saying that we already have expanded past our hometown, which a lot of you guys probably know, but some of you may not know. So we started in Brighton, Michigan. You can look that up on the map. And um, now... Probably began in 2019 with the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are from actually Livonia, Michigan, which is about a 45 minute drive, maybe 40, give or take. But yeah, so we're out of city. And then the Gators came in with their new players with the new draft class. We got guys in. Those are the
1: Trenton. Trenton,
0: Michigan. So that's about an hour drive. This year in 2020, we actually have players. 2021, holy cow, Tommy, wake up. This year we actually have two (laughs) players traveling from Ohio, believe it or not, to come play for teams. Now their team isn't like all Ohio boys, but they're sprinkled in. So that turns me to you, Jack. And once again, this is just speculation. Just boys chatting in the basement here. Um, What do you think? Will we ever expand to like an out-of-state type thing?
1: Well, you know, I've actually thought about this a lot just given the fact that um, obviously some of the guys in the league are getting a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of entering the real world so to speak and the old um,
0: corporate life
1: yeah and so, for some of us so far uh the salaries in mlw aren't necessarily
0: we're not quite we're, we're not quite at the $200 million near five million five-year deal
1: yeah we're not getting <laughs> minimum nfl contracts yet so i mean it is feasible that um, high-ranking players in the league could you know maybe take a job mm-hmm. elsewhere but um could maybe maintain relationships to sort of help grow the league even more and even mm-hmm. you know start a sort of division that's like out of state you yeah know that's a I great mean? point
0: plus that allows you to kind of sprinkle in some of the familiar faces into maybe a new league elsewhere right. so that way when you're watching it's not like all strangers out there right. if you were to capture the content somehow but yeah absolutely Still
1: somewhat mlw it's you know some familiar faces mm-hmm. that you can get behind and and mm-hmm. they obviously know they've played through mlw so mm-hmm. they can Sort of initiate that into their new mm-hmm. out of state division or whatever. I think that's definitely possible. Oh,
0: absolutely, I agree. And um, I think it is cool to you were talking. I was talking about how like sprinkling in familiar faces, which helps the fan base. But I think I I do appreciate our fan base a lot in the fact that they've. Uh, I think like we've welcomed a lot of new guys in the last couple of years with open arms. Yeah, like Jimmy Norp. I mean, of course. Are you saying the league
1: or like the fans? I'm
0: saying the fa- both both both. But yeah. the fa- the fans especially, you know, I think. A lot of people like, like, from wh- whoever they watch on YouTube or musicians they follow, they like consistency. They, right. The reason they can't be a fan is because of a certain reason. If, and if you stray, stray away from that too far, people sometimes get upset, which is annoying as a creator, right. but it's just, it's just reality. Um, I think as a consumer, you might agree to like, some yeah. of the things you follow when I someone that, changes, like, you don't like it. Yeah. But we haven't had any dramatic changes, but there's a lot of new faces if you look back from the past couple of years. And yeah. people like now there's the like, Gators didn't exist a couple years ago. They won a championship. They have tons right. of teams. You had kids screaming and yelling. Like now the Diamondbacks, who were like kind of a hated team at first because they were no good, like the Gators. And then you brought in Jimmy Norp, who's obviously incredible. You know now that kid has his own merch that's selling like crazy. Like exactly. You guys have done. It's helped that we've gained a lot of new fans too over the last couple years as these new teams have come in. But I do respect the fans for um, being open to that change of change of faces.
1: Yeah, I think MLW does such a great job um, of just capturing that true fandom that's different from maybe other YouTube channels where you say I'm a fan of this person and Mm -hmm. their videos. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, our fans are fans of of MLW, but typically they have an allegiance Mm -hmm. to one of the teams, right? So they, I, you know, being just a fan of sports, it's cool Mm -hmm. to see your team yeah make some moves add some new players that mm-hmm. you might not know right because yep. it's always that question of like what could be yeah, you what's know. the potential so i think that's where that kind of comes from from the fans well, that's the
0: thing too. talk about like keeping people interested even though your content's the same quote-unquote even though we, right. you know we've changed a lot over the years with small things you know Tons. small things that have yeah Things you, if you, that you little watch thing, from 2010... couple things at
1: a time, yeah.
0: 2010, if you click on one of those videos and then click on last week's All-Star game, there's going to be a couple things you see that are a little yeah. different. But um, that's the thrill of competition, though. Like, no one's getting sick and tired of watching NFL Sundays because it's th- you never know what's going to happen yeah. in, a, in a sports contest. So that's the cool thing about our channel. And I do think even though there's tons of sports YouTubers out there, we are... This is just my opinion. Unbiased, in my opinion. We are pretty unique. Yes. Like, we have a full-blown league with 40 players. And, like the fans that are big fans of our league, which is a lot of our fans like know everybody and like know their personalities, know who's good, who's bad, the teams, their origins. Like it's, it's crazy. So,
1: yeah, we definitely have that foundation. We were, uh, I don't know if we, I would say like the first wiffle ball league on YouTube, but I think we were, you know, one of the ones to get bigger at the right time Mm -hmm. so that we had that foundation that all these people, all these fans now start watching and, you see all these new leagues popping up, mm-hmm. and they have good, good content or whatever, mm-hmm. but we've just had so much to build off of that we're able to add little things at each time, just make it better and mm-hmm. better and better.
0: Yeah. I think this is um, contrary to some people in our league, maybe. I'm not speaking for anybody else, but just myself. I actually love seeing new leagues pop up on YouTube. I actually I catch I myself
1: watching it. some other I re- <laughs> I'll be
0: honest. I don't watch that many because it takes up a lot of time, and I'm focused on a lot of other things right now. But that means we're doing something right. When other, right. When other people want to do what you're doing, that's a compliment to you yes. 100%. So absolutely. I absolutely love that. I love the community that's growing in this sport that definitely had a community beforehand, but it was it's grown substantially. And that may sound like cocky to say, like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys have grown the sport, but it's, I'm just stating facts. Guys. That's a fact. Yeah so um, that's really cool i love seeing new channels pop up every year and i love getting dms like yo me and my friends are now starting a backyard league any tips like i always answer those kind of things right and um there was a kid i guess we'll give a bonus cue of the day here from one in person um there was a kid in oklahoma that i met named uh brentley and i think he was like 13 14 years old but he was a mature kid and he was like, do you have any tips for me? I'm trying to start a league in my hometown with my friends. And I felt bad because I kind of gave him a weak answer because I was like, I don't really have the blueprints. I was like, we got really lucky with the people we brought in. But I was like, you just got to be, the main thing I was saying was like, just try to focus on getting guys who actually want to play. Yeah. Like, don't try to like be- get your friends and be like, oh, guys, we're going to play with ball this day and this day and this day because people might not be into it. Right. Even if they're not like your closest friends, maybe just like ask around of like people you kind of know, like in your city yeah. or whatever, and be like, hey, I'm trying to start this thing like, you're interested at all because that's the thing if people aren't passionate about it
1: i was just gonna little, use that word the little, it's all like, about the
0: passion the little like the like i don't want to use that word the little like early rush of adrenaline from like doing something new will wear off if they don't like like it i guess if they if they're
1: not fully invested yeah you
0: want to yeah, you want guys that are invested even at 13 14 you can have guys who clearly like want to want to play all the time and want to be out there and are having fun doing it so that was my main piece of advice but like i didn't really have like there's no rubric to. It. I'm not gonna say what we did is for sure gonna work for you. you. Know you know what I mean.
1: But that's so true. Like about the passion. Like you watch the mm-hmm. old MLW videos, and when you guys are younger, like you're not throwing these nasty mm-hmm. risers that are pinging the corner, mm-hmm. right? You're throwing these way slower pitch- pitches and like barely plunking the ball. But just the celebrations and everything. Like mm-hmm. that's what that's what brings these fans. Like they like seeing that stuff.
0: I think a lot of kids too um like stress about like how do i make a youtube video how do i make stuff how do I make a scoreboard and to be honest that's not really why we started playing and it probably shouldn't be the reason that you start playing either i don't know to me if you want to get on youtube you should first find out like what you want to do the most Mm -hmm. don't be like i want to be i mean i guess now i'm contradicting myself which i i like though i like this um You shouldn't, like, try to always be somebody else. I think you should try to find, just because you found us on YouTube and we're your favorite YouTubers, so you want to, like, make a YouTube channel and be, like, MLW. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to say, I want to be a YouTuber and this is my favorite channel, I want to be like them, I think you should look for the biggest passion in your life. Mm -hmm. Because editing's a grind, man. Like, I don't even do it and I know it just because I see it from Kyle and the little bit I've done, it's not easy. So, like, you definitely got to stick with your passion and the passion will come through no matter what you're doing, whether it's, like, drawing or playing an instrument or wiffle ball or sports or like um like video like reacting to things like whatever you love to do do that i think i agree don't chase being someone else if that's not your main passion because you think what they do is cool that makes sense i totally agree with that to build on that if wiffle ball is your
1: passion Mm -hmm. and that's that is what you want to do you know like you said this isn't necessarily the br- blueprint no, definitely there's millions not. of ways to do it mm-hmm. you can there's ways to differentiate yourself mm-hmm. and um, set yourself apart from mm-hmm. what the whatever the standard may be yep. and so if that is your passion and that's something you want to do at the end of the day you just have to recognize that and say you know I'm committed to it mm-hmm. and this is this is how I'm going to do it this is my plan whatever it is mm-hmm. but just stick to that
0: yeah i agree with that 100% having that direct direct aim yeah and, yeah, because the reason I say we don't have the blueprint either is because, like, when we were, let's, let's rewind all the way, like, 11 years ago, it wasn't like being, I mean, there was YouTubers, but not like there is now. No, no, Like, not. now YouTube is a career for a lot of people, a yeah. lot of people. Not it like used a, to
1: be just, like, fun sharing videos, and fun now, sharing it's, videos now very, it's career path. Yeah,
0: very, like... Amateur-based footage uploaded, yes. and stuff goes viral. But like, that's what it was built on. I think that's what it was designed for, too. To be honest with you, I don't know what whoever created YouTube like had the intentions of it being.
1: Well, if you remember back in the day, I mean, YouTube. Do you remember watching YouTube that didn't have advertisements? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, now it is like a, a, you have a like business full-scale and, and people using production
0: that. quality yeah. type stuff going on YouTube now. Exactly. So like, that wasn't necessarily a space we were trying to get into. But because we were doing something that we liked to do, then this opportunity kind of presented itself. And that usually happens. Right. So there's stuff right now that, say, you're a 12-year-old kid listening to this, or maybe you're 18 or whatever, and you want to get started. Maybe you're 25. Um, there's avenues now that you may not think will have a future, but things happen. So just don't be afraid to try new things. Um, put yourself out there. Embarrass yourself. Upload crappy videos. Definitely. That, that's the hardest thing, I think, for anyone trying to start. Is because no matter how hard you try to prepare yourself, I feel like your video, <laughs> this is horrible to say, but I feel like your videos, whether it's making, playing wiffle ball or doing a singing cover or what else, fishing videos, yep. whatever you watch on YouTube. Your first year of uploading is probably going to suck. <laughs> like,
1: well, and it's, I was going so to say, also probably not going to be what you, like, thought or, like, what exactly. you want. You know what I mean? Or maybe but it you still is have what to... you
0: want in that moment, but then you look back on it five years later, right, and like, God, right. these were horrible. Exactly. But you have to, like, you have to do that, though, because if you don't post crappy videos, like, you'll never... You got to start somewhere. You'll never learn to, like, get past that stage. I don't know. I think that's the hardest thing for anyone to do, and, like, even us, like, trying new things, like... If we try something new it might not turn out good even though we have a bigger following now like that's just how it goes you have to like just go through the growing pains of like figuring out what works for you what doesn't work for you you live and you learn Um, but i think that sucks because you pretty much have to face the fact that i might look stupid people might make fun of me i might look back on this and be embarrassed or people might find it when i'm a bigger creator but like if you really want to do it that bad then you gotta just yeah just live with that i don't know what do you think about that topic
1: that's great advice I agree. I mean, I agree with every, everything you said. I think um, if you're, if, like I said before, you know, if there's something that you're passionate about, just go mm-hmm. for it. You know, what's the worst that could happen?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Doesn't that, turn
1: out and you find something else to do, and right? That's why but I, who, who, if you don't do it, then I know. who would have known? You're going to be sitting there mm-hmm. in your basement when you're 40, like, well, plus, wish like, I would have
0: started uploading videos. I know. it is Wish crazy. I could have been a content it's, creator. It's so hard to balance and, like, figure out, but you kind of have to just figure it out along the way like which is like I said you got to just start. Because to be honest with you guys, this is just my opinion, but like MLW was not being was not being presented to its full potential of what we were capable of probably until 2017 or 18. And but guess what at that point we had already built up about 25,000 or 30,000 subscribers and that base right there is so important to then get you get eyes on your content when it's actually right. good. You know what I mean? Right. Because if we were... if we Imagine our channel didn't exist, and we uploaded a video tomorrow, Oklahoma series, crazy content, amazing facility, amazing gameplay. If we just posted that with a channel with zero subscribers, guess who many people are going to see that? <laughs> Not <many>. Like nobody. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody. And if yeah. it did go viral, it would take a long time, and people really wouldn't be fans of us, and might be curious and be like, oh, one-hit wonder. But when people click on Oklahoma series... And then click on your channel and they see 395 videos, then they're like, holy cow, this is like awesome. You know what I mean? So you need that base. It's like so essential.
1: Again, you gotta start somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know? You do. And when you start uploading and you have zero subscribers, Mm -hmm. you can only go up. You can only go up. You can't go negative.
0: You can only go up. And that'll be, I've already said this in the podcast before, but that'll be like the time that you appreciate the views and the followers and like subscribers the most. Because like I said, I still feel this way. Like when we had when we crossed 50K subs, I felt like we were bigger then than we are right now at right. 275. Right. It's just how, like, because I was younger and it's just, like, all new. Like, whoa, we actually had like, a pretty big following. This is cool. And then as it grows more, it's just, like, another number. You know what I mean? And then you, like, do things and you meet more fans and, you're like, you realize the actual impact you're having. But totally. uh, it's, it's hard to put into words. But I hope somebody out there of the 2,000 of you who listen every week gains something from that little spiel. But I don't know. That was a good cue of the day. It went, thought, it went a long way. Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Alright, so we are going to briefly address an ad read on the podcast, and it once again goes to Brent's Bricks. Do you guys enjoy building or collecting Legos, or did you used to have Lego as a kid and have thought about getting back into the hobby? Then the Brent's Bricks YouTube channel is right for you. He does set reviews, vlogs, Lego news, live builds, Lego giveaways, and more. There are so much new and awesome Lego products coming out in these recent years, so there's never been a better time to get into or back into the great hobby that is building and collecting Legos. And as I mentioned in previous weeks, Brent is actually a big MLW fan, so if you go over and check out his content, be sure to tell him that Pipe It Up sent you and uh, drop a like on his videos. Thanks again to Brent's Bricks. We already dressed the Legos. We mean Jack had our fair share of Legos back in the day. I definitely stepped on my fair share, yeah. Oh, God. What's worse, stepping on a Lego or the Razor scooter hitting you in the ankle? Did we have this already? <laughs> did we I talk about we the same thing? I don't know if we did. <laughs> I hope we did. I think we, uh, the Razor scooter, the I worse. You know what? It's funny scooter. that we brought that up. Uh, I agree. A razor scooter is yeah. like the world's worst pain. Um, but what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought now. Oh, my gosh. But... Um, but it's funny because we were talking about if we said that or not already. I think about that a lot as to I'm thinking about stories to tell on the podcast and I physically can't remember yeah. if I've said this or not on the podcast. And I think I would remember if it was when I started this back up again, like episode, what was it, 43? I think yeah, I came back around on there, around 40, that area. 42, but I made some yeah. guest appearances in those first 40 episodes sporadically with Drew or Kyle or Daniel and I literally do not remember what stories I told and what I didn't tell. So I apologize to you if I repeat a story or if I repeat, I don't know, some advice or anything like that, but I guess if I'm saying it twice, it must be somewhat important. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Hey, you, if you got to hear something yeah. seven times mm-hmm. to, re- to actually truly like remember it and get mm-hmm. it like locked into your brain, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Seven times? Seven times. Well, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm telling you right now, I'm pretty sure I'm, it's I'm a I'm fact. I'm suffering from that right don't now. Don't fact check.
0: At work, there's just so much new information thrown at me. My job is very software intensive and my degree is not in software. And like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> my boss or my mentor is going a million miles an hour talking like me, and I'm just like, I get like two things written down each time, and I'm like, okay, I got two more bullet points down, but now I need the next <laughs> next ten that I just missed.
1: But gotta adapt, learn on the fly. Adapt,
0: adapt, or die. What movie is that from? Moneyball. 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 Great
1: movie. I had it. I'm be honest, I um. I've never seen uh, Moneyball.
0: You never seen Moneyball?
1: No, I thought you were gonna say. I- I'm gonna be honest. I've never seen Moneyball. Oh God, no! I've seen Moneyball Here's too. Ma-
0: I've seen Moneyball too many times, as the fans probably know. But um, I'm speaking of movies. I'm blowing it right now because today my one job to do at my lunch break was to memorize a quote from The Godfather, and I did watch the the, the best scene according to YouTube. But I forgot the quote already. But I'm a Godfather, Jack. I'm You're not. You're a Godfather. I'm a Godfather now. Yeah. No Let's way. Get personal life thing. Yeah, my cousin. Had a baby Get on... some claps on the pod. August. Nice. <laughs> roll the applause. Roll the applause. Yeah, my cousin had a baby on August. I don't even know my goddaughter's birthday. Look at me. No, I think it was July. It was July. It's been, I think, 11 days since she was born. It was late July. I got to figure starting that out. Starting off hot. Yeah, starting... In godfathership.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was born, we'll, like, we'll, uh, one of the days, like we'll in we'll, July. We'll ignore
0: that, uh, <laughs> that little blunder there. My bad. My bad. But, yeah, I do have a goddaughter now, so that's pretty funny and cool. And my cousin told me, he's like, yeah, I want you to be the godfather. I was like, I thought he was kidding at first because we joke around a lot. I was like, wait, you're being serious? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. That's pretty cool, godfather. man.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations to them, too. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's weird, for sure, because, like, I don't know. He's not. He's older than us. He's in his thirties. But it's like I remember yeah. when he was like in college. And, like I, I was like a little toddler, and we'd hang out and stuff, and it was fun. But yeah, crazy, crazy stuff.
1: That's pretty funny. Family.
0: The family, family stuff. We were up north. I was with. The, I was with the baby. Maybe I'll post a. I wonder. I should ask him if I can post a picture of it. You should. I have a picture. I'll show you, Jack. I, pro- I probably won't post a picture because that's kind of invasion of privacy, and I don't want to put him on the spot like that. But I'll show Jack just to make you guys even more irritated <laughs> that you guys can't see the baby. <laughs> Let's see here. I know I have a picture somewhere.
1: You guys are just going to have to go off my reaction yeah, and visualize it. J- whatever, in your head. Jack, I
0: want you to describe. Until we
1: start posting these pods on YouTube, you you're need just going to have to.
0: describe how epic this image is to the following in your most descriptive word possible using, using your best imagery.
1: Best imagery?
0: I think that was like three years after she was born. Wow. There's oh, Godfather Tom.
1: Tom. <laughs> okay, well, I want to start off. I want to start off talking about Tom. Actually, in this picture, not the baby. He is looking so stoic. He looks so
0: <laughs> godfatherly.
1: He might be the godfather that was of my I, first. That child. was before
0: I had the title. That was before I had the title.
1: Oh, this baby is adorable, guys.
0: That oh, sucks. you are missing. Sucks out. you can't
1: see it. it. Sucks. That just sucks. Well, what's it's crazy? all is swaddled? That's how
0: old she is, right there. Swaddled in it, right here. Yeah. How old? Yeah. Like. A month? No. That's what I'm saying, dude. That was I think she was born that was a How old is she? Sunday. She's born on a Tuesday. She's like five days old in that picture. She's huge. <laughs> 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 she looks huge, dude. That's a healthy baby right there. A very healthy baby. What's She's her funny. name? Nora is the name. Nora. Yep. Baby Nora. That's a great name. But yeah. Godfather Tom. So in the next Mallard's video you guys better refer to me as Godfather in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the first godparent in the league, you think? You probably are. Uh, I, I no, bet you, I
1: bet you Warda.
0: Warda I, I bet you is, Warda's I a bet. godparent. We gotta call, I could try and call him right now, actually. Well, I won't. But I'll ask him and let you guys know next week. He's, he, Warda's definitely an uncle. He's, I know that.
1: He's for sure an uncle. But he's probably a godparent. He's got to
0: be a godparent. He might have beat me to it, guys. That guy. He's always beat well, me at something, whether it's Fortnite, wiffle ball, first one to be a a godparent. <laughs> <laughs> He's got me. He's I, I got him by like out, an Tom. inch in height, I think. Yeah? I think, I think so. Warda's in a wrestling short. match, though, who wins? Warda. Right now, especially because I'm injured. But Warda's just a little more feisty. Than what me. about healthy Tom? Healthy Tom would put up a better fight. I'd have, I'd have a lot more physical strength. But I What think about w- ping pong? I've never seen Warda play ping pong. Is he, is he I don't know. I've never seen him play. <laughs> 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 I think in height I got him. I think I got him. But All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Jack, you know, we were sitting there during our break there, and then we were talking about what we should do the rest of this podcast. Want to play a little Would You Rather? I think the fans would like to hear that. So down. All right, I got a list here in front of me. Would you rather... I actually like this one. This is a great starter. Would you rather have more time or more money? That's really tough. Starting That's off with so a tough so easy. Really? Well, if you're, if you're greedy, I, I would pick time too, but if you're greedy, it might be a hard decision for you.
1: You've never heard the phrase time is money?
0: Time is money. That's why it's a hard question. But to me, if you got money and no time, what are you going to do with your money?
1: But if you got time, in theory, you have money because time is money, but money is not time. To
0: me, time, time has the potential to become money. If you, use your, if you spend your time, that's why they call it spending time. It's like an investment. You know what I mean, okay, I just blow your mind there. I didn't come up I with that, I see that.
1: that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, nah, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't come
0: up with that, but um, I'm go I would with time. also pick time. But uh, something I also think that is pretty funny not funny, but interesting is that a lot of times people with the m- most money, at least when they're first getting it, have the least amount of time, exactly. If, if you're if you're a hustler, you know what I mean, right? If you're popping out there and you got your busy guy, yeah, you got a lot of money, but do you want a vacation? Heck, it's gonna cost got you any money. Time. I remember this is a, a for the gaming listeners, which there's a lot of them, I think, based on last week's Xbox PlayStation. There was a lot of uh comments on that. Really? Yeah. Oh, but, I knew um, that
1: would get him stirred up.
0: I remember Ninja when like Fortnite was first getting big. What he talked about how like when he would stop streaming to go to like an event, he would lose like fifty grand just from not streaming. Like, really? That's, that's how crazy it was wow. taking a break for him was losing that much that money from wild. donations and Twitch subscribers. I know, isn't that nuts? All right. Wild. Would you rather lose your vision or your hearing? That's really tough for me, too, actually. Probably, my, probably hearing. Really? I would say vision. Really? but That would Why? suck being blind, too. Why? Oh, that's so hard. That's just a tough... I can't relate to anyone who is blind or deaf. So if you are yeah. either of those, I can. I have no idea what you're going through. So I apologize, and I, I understand that I don't understand. But I feel like hearing hearing people's voices... Like okay, if you had, like could had have a hearing aid and hear a little bit, then I would choose the the hearing aid. No, today. it's all gone. But co- completely gone. I would pick yeah. having hearing, just to hear voices and mm-hmm. to hear like music and Ooh, that's like true. seeing people without having to hear a thing would really suck. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. But you could also just. But seeing is also beautiful, though. Like, some things you like, see, yeah, like mat- sunsets. Like, you could just
1: be a traveler. Yeah. And, like, you know, true. maybe have one or two and people that language. you're close with. And there's with. sign language. And there's sign language. So, you know, you wouldn't be, like, you could still communicate or whatever. But Yeah.
0: There's ways you can communicate. Being blind, you have Braille. Have you ever seen the echolocators? That's crazy to me. Have you ever seen that before? Not a movie, what, like but a like... Bat? No, no, no. Yes, like a <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's humans that can echolocate, like, that are blind. They claim they can. What? Yeah, look it up on YouTube. I'm not How? kidding. We watched a special on it in uh, some class. They like click their tongue like and they can echo it. <laughs> <No up. laughs> I'm way, dead serious. Dude. I'm dead serious. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm gonna serious. have to look that up. But I would choose my first instinct was to say I would rather have my hearing. That's my first instinct. Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's why we're playing this game. Jay. That's why we're playing we're it. playing this game. Name would game. you rather go to a movie or to dinner alone? A movie. A movie. For I think sure. that's a pretty easy answer. For sure. I feel like. Because you can
1: hide in the dark. <laughs> and, like, it's not embar- Like, I think I, I might have done that before. I know people who do that all the time. Go to by the way, alone. Go I've to heard movies like alone. Really, I've heard
0: it's like move. I've never done it, Dude, but I've people, heard it's nice.
1: People, like, underground movie people do that all the time. I mean, why not? Like, but if you go to dinner alone, it's just, just like you're sitting Once there, you get
0: over the fact of, like, being worried about people's. Which I'm not saying I don't do this. I definitely, like, feel pressure from, like, or, like, feel judged by people. But once you get over that. Like yeah, going to a movie alone. That's like you just grab a bag of popcorn, cozied up in the theater in Dude, a comfortable no one chair. Like you're alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, you're just waiting for whoever you're with. It's just you in your head, like overthinking. Yeah, things. totally. So we should all challenge ourselves. You know, to do that's
1: that. one thing. That's along those lines. That's one thing is people always think about, you know, what other people are thinking about mm-hmm. them, but really everyone's just thinking about themselves all the I time. Know. They really don't care what are doing. And if they doing.
0: if someone does judge you, cuz I think we've all judged someone at some point in our lives. We've all we're all guilty yes. of that. You forget about that and yeah, 10 minutes. No, you're out of the next thing. Yeah. You're on your own life. You're, you're already you're thinking being, about yourself again. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I would also choose movie, but I'm not opposed to going out to dinner alone. I wouldn't want to do it. I'd probably feel uncomfortable, but like in college, I like in the cafeteria when I was an RA, I ate ninety percent of meals alone. Like I didn't. Oh care. yeah,
1: no, I did. I definitely did that in college because sometimes. Which is funny because like in high school that'd be like people out.
0: would be like, "Oh, you were, you were eating alone and stuff like that." But and in college a lot of kids don't do it either. Like Noah would always ask me to go eat with him, and he would still go alone sometimes when we could. But like as an RA, a lot of RAs eat together, yeah. but like they weren't all my closest friends and like that. And I go. That alone, is funny though care.
1: that you say that because I totally had friends who would like not want to go. go. Like yeah. we're, we're almost like just not go some people love to be with people like people love to so i i
0: like to socialize too but i also i like being alone i enjoy my alone time yeah it's a good balance for me so yeah all right what else we got would you rather spend the night in a luxury hotel room or camping surrounded by beautiful scenery tough question i think i'm gonna be the bad guy here and say i'd rather do the hotel room
1: is this alone too
0: now, this can be with a significant other, some buddies, whatever, family. Hmm.
1: I think if it was like a more specific question as like where the hotel is and where the mm-hmm. camping is, it might change my answer. But I, I don't know. I think I might have to go with the luxury hotel. Uh, <laughs> Just talk the down. <laughs> yeah. I want to say camping. Like every bone in my body wants yep. to say camping. But it's like.
0: I think if this is like honestly, a luxury,
1: luxury hotel. You're just never going to get that opportunity again.
0: Biggest factor for me, I think, for the camping thing is the weather. Yeah, that's the biggest. That would swing me one way or the other. Right. If I was guaranteed perfect weather, I would choose the camping trip.
1: Yeah, and if you're in a luxury hotel, odds are you probably have decent scenery there too.
0: You probably have a nice view. Yeah. Probably have a nice view. All right.
1: God, that one kind of hurt me to say.
0: I know. I do feel bad about that. We're gonna we're gonna make some people mad with that question. <laughs> Would you rather, let's see. Oh, I kind of like this question, actually. You might hate this question, but would you rather watch the big game at home or live at the stadium? For me, maybe. this could go many ways, personally.
1: So this is, this is, like we're saying, maybe
0: a Super Bowl game or World Series game, maybe. Well, let's do both. So let's say, like, big game, like championship-type professional sports game to just your everyday average game. Let's try both answers.
1: If it's a big game, I'm 100% going okay. versus, versus watching it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's maybe, you know, if it's not as important as a game, I don't mind watching sports on the couch, you know. It's cool going to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if it was a, a really, for example, if it's like a playoff game for the Lions, we haven't been there in so long. Like mm-hmm. if we hosted one or something to go to that and something crazy happened, to be like, I was there. Yeah. Versus like, yeah, I saw that I on my couch. So,
0: yeah. Okay, I like, I like your answers. Yeah. yeah. Any more comments? No. Okay. So, no first comments. of all, let me preface this with... The, you asked me this question 10 years ago when I was 12. I would have said... wouldn't even thought. I would say, at the game. At the game, for sure. I loved going to sports games. My love for that has kind of diminished over the years. And I think what ruined it for me a little bit is just... Going to college football games and your team is mediocre... In the student section where you're standing for the four hours, you get there an hour early, the yep. game's three and a half hours, and your team's mediocre, and I'm just I guess I'm a bad fan, bad student. I just kind of I kind of lost it. I would have way rather been at home with a lot of buddies just watching on TV. Now, big games, I'll make one exception here. So let's just say, like, the, the Lions are in a playoff game. I'd want to be there. But the thing that holds me back is the fact that just financially, like, some people can't go. Like I, Realistically, I'm not going to have all my family and my friends there to like watch this game. With. So that holds me back a little bit. But still, like, you want to be there, obviously. Now, the Super Bowl. Lions in the Super Bowl, it would be, first of all, absolutely electric. Historic moment for totally. the state which, which we live in as Lions fans. Um, Sorry, guys, we're talking about Michigan. Okay, again. so I'll, we can talk <laughs> about that too later. But let me finish the story first. The reason I would say I wouldn't want to go to the Super Bowl is because, as you guys know, piping up listeners, I've been having a Super Bowl party with family and close friends at my house for the last 22 years of my life. My parents have been having this their whole entire marriage. So I, it just would not be right unless I was in at my parents' house watching the Super Bowl with the same group of people. I know like, my dad would probably like want us to shell out crazy money yeah. and go to the game, but I'd be, like, it just wouldn't feel right unless I was down there watching the Lions in I my basement. That. That's, I'd, I'd want to be that in my at my house. I respect but that. But I would want to get in the car and drive to Detroit immediately after we won. You know what right. I mean? Just to oh, be down totally. there for the experience. But I would want to watch the game at home, I think. There is
1: something just about, you know having a gathering, having some, exactly. having some chicken you got, wings, you got food, some apps. You got you know? food at your
0: dispense. Yeah. You got commercials. You're just chilling, socializing. Yep. Like, you're just re- very. It's a lot more relaxing. Yes, totally. But, like, I see that. There's also the electricity of, like, being at a crazy game like that. It's just you'll never forget, like, that moment, the atmosphere. Yeah. Like, being at the Rose Bowl, that was insane. Plus, I was still, like, a huge, like, I loved going to games. But, like, there, you can't fake that. Like energy. Right. I don't know. No. It's it's like it's a really cool a to experience. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is. And it's like a cool you're like high five people you don't know and like just like everyone exactly is, everyone there is rooting for the same thing. You totally. know what I mean? And even like away fans, like it just adds to the experience. I don't know. It's a great question though. All right, let's try and do one more. All right. Uno mas. Okay, this kind of an interesting question. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? Ski lift. Ski lift. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
1: I'm way less scared of heights than I am claustrophobic. I the ele- freak well, out. Well, here's the, in the problem elevator. because the
0: ski lift, yeah, the ski lift, you know what's going on. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm stuck here. Worst case scenario, this thing maybe moves forward too fast, or maybe this thing breaks off and I fall, and I can see where I'm falling. It's the uncertainty of the elevator right. that really throws me for a loop. You got no clue where you, you have are. no are idea in the what's going shaft. on. You, have you don't know no who's idea.
1: coming, when they're coming to fix it. Mm
0: hmm. Whether it's gonna just drop all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. When I was uh, when I was an RA, I dealt with many stuck elevators, and it was never a fun experience for anyone involved. We had one time where like I think I was inside of it when it was stuck, but I wasn't (laughs) like concerned because this would get stuck all the time. But like in a new elevator, I've been sketched out. But like when they opened doors for me, like I had to jump. Like I wasn't level with the exit of this floor. Like I had to step down like a good six inches. Like duck my head. It was creepy. That uh, that was quick. We'll do one more. I I saw another good one. All right, one more. One more would-you-rather question. Get one that you think we'll
1: have to debate. Uh,
0: I saw a good one. Where did it go? I lost it. What did I just ask? Oh, ski lift? Okay. (laughs) I kind of like this one. This will be, I don't know. I'm going to ask it anyway. For your birthday, would you rather receive cash or gifts? Gifts. Gifts. Well. (laughs) Oh, he's, he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it.
1: It's tough. It's almost one of those things where it's like if you asked me 10 years ago it's gifts like no hesitation. Now mm-hmm. it's like I'm hurting for cash. So <laughs> I could use I could use yeah. the dough. Okay.
0: But now, here's my I would rather receive there's nothing better than getting a good gift. Yeah. Especially like I'm a person and you can argue with me on this too, but I absolutely hate asking for things. I yeah. hate it. I absolutely ask you can bring my parents on this podcast, ask them what I asked for Christmas this year. I didn't ask for a single thing. I hate, at, my sisters think I'm a weirdo. Because, like, don't you want, like, clothes or shoes? I'm like, well, I do want those things, but I just, I hate asking for yeah. specific things because it ruins the element of surprise. And I don't know. It's just something about it just like gives me anxiety almost. I hate asking for things. So the reason I would almost pick cash over gifts, too, because I also feel bad when someone spends money on a gift for me that I don't like. Yep. <laughs> Tommy editing the podcast here. My goodness, that was a rough stretch of voice cracks. And that happens a lot because I don't ask for anything. So (laughs) then I get stuff I don't like, and then I'm like, well, they spent money on this, and I feel bad now. So, like, I always tell my mom straight up, I'm like, yo, we should just take this back, and you can keep the money. or like, I'll go pick something out myself. You know what I mean? And she doesn't get offended because I'm honest with her. But I just, I hate, I hate asking for things, and I hate money getting wasted by anybody, whether it's my friend or enemy. No one should waste money. So that's my thoughts.
1: The reason my first reaction was gifts was just because, I too don't really love asking for stuff, Mm -hmm. but my mom is just an incredible gift giver. Like, she'll give me something, and I'm like, wow, I actually didn't even know I wanted that, but I totally did want that. Like, she knows me that well, where it's stuff that she knows, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's something, you know, I really need, and she's just wasn't on my list. Because it's a short list, right? Yeah. But um, she's very good at giving gifts, so it was always...
0: It's a great quality to have. People yeah. love a good gift giver. She
1: loves it, too, obviously. Well, you know, I, I she puts f- so much time and thought. I would
0: it. 100% say that I like if I could choose receiving a bad gift or giving a great gift, I'd pick giving the great gift every time. Yeah, That's the best feeling when you buy something for someone and they didn't ask you for it specifically and they like, end up loving it. such a great it's feeling. It's a great feeling. I totally. just had Godfather Tom. First move as Godfather before I was even appointed as Godfather. My cousin, Pre-Godfather. Like a pre-Godfather move. Um, my cousin, who is a... We like to talk cryptocurrency. We're not big investors, but we like to just talk about it, okay? Okay. Um, and he's big into it and all this stuff. And we always text every day, like, oh, we're going up, we're going down. Just kind of a fun thing to do, you know? Yep. So I bought the baby a custom Bitcoin pacifier. Wow. And they thought it was so funny when they opened <laughs> it up. That was, that was a good feeling. It was a couple days ago. Yeah. I was like, all right, I bought something good. So that That's was cool.
1: hilarious. Yeah, my, my older sister... Uh, she inherited that skill from my mom, and she'll always
0: come yeah. up with these crazy the like. You gotta, custom you gotta compete gifts. with that. You gotta
1: yeah, compete with I that do. I do it so hard, dude. <laughs> I never sucks. can like. I always am just a. Oh wow, yeah, you did good, <laughs> Jack. Good gifts, like <laughs> nice job, Allison. Just Allison. Yeah, incredible, Allison. Like she would do something like she'd like. She got me, uh... or wait, no, she got my sister like a shirt one time, and it would just had this like beautiful picture of. Her cat, or whatever, mm-hmm. or something on it that she really liked. Nice And it's made. just like, that's like, yeah. she loves it. Like, yeah. she wasn't expecting that. She didn't yeah. ask for that, but like, she loved
0: it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I bought my sister a cool t shirt this year for Christmas, and I see her wear it a lot. So that's that's a good sign, usually. Yeah. I don't it's think a it's out of pity either. I think she actually likes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. So, good. yeah. But um, we've gotten some, speaking of gifts, real quick, we got a couple minutes left here. I will say, shout out to everyone who has like made us custom designs logos, custom trophies, custom, like, wooden flag. We've gotten a lot of cool fan art from over the years, and I've seen some cool drawings, some cool, like, graphic design type stuff of, like, players, custom jerseys. So shout out to everyone who's done that. And um, don't be shy. Even if you're a rookie, DM something to me, ask for an opinion, whatever. Like, we love that kind of stuff. Yeah, that
1: stuff's so cool. It's sweet. It's sweet to, like, you know, see because sometimes it just takes – couple extra eyes or brains to mm-hmm. come up with something totally new and creative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. We got I'm, a bunch never, of people in this league doing stuff, but it's a community at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the people I think who ask for the people who ask for validation on their things are usually younger. Mm-hmm. I'm not usually one who's afraid to give some constructive criticism, but I'm never a jerk or anything. Right. But I think it's for the best. Like, I always want, if I'm messing up something, people, like, please tell me. Yeah, I exactly. love hearing how bad. Totally. I love hearing how bad I am at catching pop-ups in right field because then it be, makes me want to get better at it, guys. Yeah. Okay? So if you didn't tell me I sucked, I wouldn't even know I sucked. I would think I was the best player in the league, so.
1: Oh, yeah. When it com- <laughs> Yeah, I'm not very prideful, especially when it comes to stuff like that. So. Oh, when like it doesn't, doesn't bother you? No, like I'm saying, you, like please, like yeah, yeah, like give me some. I'm, I love criticism. I was taught very at a young age through football sports, that that's why you gotta sports, have some sports are good tough skin. So I was able to kind of be able to take some constructive criticism and build off it.
0: I hate having like mentors or bosses or coaches that are like yes people. Like yeah. they always just love everything you do, and
1: yeah. you can never
0: do any wrong in their eyes. I'm not right. saying be like I said. Don't be a. There's a difference between being a jerk right. and trying to help someone. That's a hard. I honestly, I struggle with that a little bit.
1: Well, it's frustrating too when you know.
0: Not people dealing me things. No, right no, 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 no. But like no. as trying to th- here's what I struggle with the most. Not to cut you off. Yeah. But like when I have a very thorough understanding, of, like teaching someone like a t- new technology, and like they're not click, it's not clicking in their head. Like that's hard for me to like take a step back and try to see it from their perspective and like right. not get frustrated with them. But it's that's like why it's hard to be a coach.
1: Well, I was gonna say it's frustrating and tough sometimes when you are really just trying to help someone mm-hmm. and you can tell that they just don't like taking yeah. criticism. Like, they mm-hmm. just don't really go well with advice mm-hmm. or react you to well. Learn. So you got to be able to, like, learn how to talk mm-hmm. to that person in an even more constructive and efficient way to help, you know, get mm-hmm. the point across. Yes, yeah, so
0: that's... So You just what you just said right there was good. How you said, like, learning how to talk to them and help. Yeah. Like, that's where I can lose my patience sometimes because, to me, if someone can't take the criticism... Can't take the criticism, and if they're not like seeing that I'm trying to help them, then it's like they don't really want to get better that much. Like they're yeah. just they think they're terrible, and they have no interest in like rec- taking my advice and actually using it. Well, like I... like no one successful in sports. I couldn't. I've never met. I've never met like an actually like legendary pro athlete or anything like that but I guarantee you they've been screamed at plenty of times Oh, well, Joyke
1: Bell we met Joyke Bell we met Joyke he's a legendary athlete okay, sure, sure
0: <laughs> no, shout out to Joy. he actually was sick I was shout actually a Joyke. big fan of him but that's what I'm saying like anyone successful at anything has definitely been screamed at and yelled at and I was screamed at and yelled at plenty of times amongst my sports days and, and totally. I turned out alright I'm sure Jack's taking a lot of heat in lacrosse too you probably left more one baseball
1: Tommy, stories I cannot tell on this podcast <laughs> let's put it that way
0: uh, I remember. I'm trying to think of a good. I remember getting called out a couple of times. We'll, well, maybe we'll get some, some. You guys love the Drew Davis sports stories. Next week, some sports stories, some horror stories, some great stories. Yeah, I think I we the should. list goes on and on. I think yeah. we should. That'd be yeah, fun. I'm. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm game for we'll that. We'll slate it. So everybody, make sure to tune in next week to hear okay. some some horror stories and maybe some a couple cool moments as well from Jack Jack and I's from from my elite career that has now been retired and Jack's. Still going on elite sports career, but that's gonna wrap it up for this episode, guys. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, shout out to Brent's Bricks once again. Hope you guys should check out his channel. If you would like to have an ad read for yourself on this podcast, please DM us at Pipe It Up MLW. We have very cheap rates, and um, we'd love to give you a shout out. So, any final comments, Mister Swagner? Stay classy, Pipe It Up. Stay classy, guys. And we will see you next week. Peace. G4, G4, G4,
1: G4, G4.
0: No bloopers this week, guys, but I know we've been talking about it a lot, so I wanted to give it one final shout-out. Please, please, please spread the word and get hype for the Oklahoma series that's going live this Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be one of our best uploads ever, and I cannot wait for you guys to see it. Make sure when it comes out, drop a like, drop a comment, let us know what you thought. We'll see you guys there.